Hey everybody, this is DJ E, and it is good to be back on the radio. So please stay tuned. My show, Rant, Raven, Rejoice, starts in just a couple of moments.
right, everybody. This is DJE, and you are still listening to the music. Oh, let's let's pause that. There we go. So uh, this is DJE, and you are listening to Rant, Rave, and Rejoice with DJE. Back on the air for the first time in oh goodness, well, in, in too long, and. I really miss being on the air, and as you can imagine, I've got a lot of stuff to talk about, and um, just a lot of things to go over. Life has really changed quite a bit since the last time I was on the show. I felt a little, I don't know, I felt as if things were getting a little slow for me. I didn't really have topics that I wanted, and I didn't feel as if there was uh, a good enough theme for the show, and... Uh, Also, guests. Guests were uh, a big thing that I really wanted to try to work on. So with this new season of Rant, Rave, and Rejoice, you're going to hear uh, a few, or you're going to have uh, some different opinions uh, from different guests that are going to be on the show. And uh, speaking of which, my first one is in studio with me today, and this is someone that was supposed to have been on the show before, but uh, somehow never made it on through uh because of conflict of uh of schedule but um for uh, the debut appearance on my show i figured the first show of the new season would be would be appropriate and so here i'd like to welcome my boyfriend evan hi Ooh, that sounded weird on the radio yeah <laughs> oh yeah when i turn this down this way you won't have to hear you so, oh, so. okay <laughs> um this is, this is my first time on the radio so um be nice to me <laughs> uh, it's okay. You can just treat them as you would me, which I'm sure is wonderful. But uh, anyway, there. So, um, so yeah. So Evan is uh, going to be on the show, and he's going to give us some input and uh, jump in where he where he can, and some of the stories that I'm going to tell in this time that that I was away. Um, I guess uh, you know. Well, going back, as I said, um, you know, initially, I just wasn't feeling the the vibe of the show anymore it wasn't what i wanted it to be oops sorry about that sound my phone is ringing here i'll turn that off so you don't have to hear that again um so you know i just wasn't in tune with the show and it was unfortunate because i really like doing it but i just kind of found myself not really knowing what to do and just talking about the same things over and over again kind of felt like i was in a rut so um anyway uh soon after the show ended I actually, um, as I said, a few changes occurred to me, occurred uh, in my life. One of which, you know, I uh, I stopped working out. And if you may recall, I had started working out quite vigorously uh, toward the end of that first season of my show. And I was really having a good time with it. I was able to, I was able to, uh, you know, lose a little weight, get in shape. I got stronger, and I was feeling really good about myself, and it was just a wonderful, wonderful feeling. Well, all of a sudden, as I started uh, lifting, I would get these tremendous headaches at the back of my head, and I didn't know what it was, and I said, well, you know, after about the first, you know, say, three or four days, I said, well, okay, maybe I should try to, like be a little more careful because I was kind of still in the zone of going and this was my routine and I wasn't going to stop for something like a headache but they actually got worse and it uh, caused me to actually go see a doctor which I kind of did reluctantly and they essentially told me that I couldn't work out anymore and I know a lot of people might actually be happy about that but like yes now I have a reason not to go to the gym it's like I'm (laughs) People, uh, people yeah, are just go to, go to your training with the doctors now. Yeah, well, exactly. You know, it's funny because I thought to myself, I was like, well, you know, I, I'm paying this trainer, so I mean, I want to go to him, but I can't. So I wonder, should I bring a note and tell him, hey, I can't, you know, give him my money back? But <laughs> yeah, otherwise, we'll just say, yeah, suck it up. Yeah. Well, exactly. Exactly. Headache, medic. <laughs> so, um, but it turned out, you know, my trainer, you know, was very, very understanding and. He uh, said to me, well, you know, I'll, I'll write you a certificate because the money had already been paid. So he said, you know, I'll give you a gift certificate for the time. When you're ready, come on back and we'll and we'll set something up. And, um, you know, so I was I was really happy with that answer. And so in the in the coming weeks, I'm going to be able to get started with him again. And um, and you may be wondering, you know, well, why am I just getting started now? And well, as I told you before, my doctors told me that I couldn't do any 
any uh, exercise at all, any any working out until they figured out what was wrong with me. Yeah, something about massive brain hemorrhage and, and well, it was possible death or you know something like I don't know. Well, see, that's the problem is that it was possible is that I didn't know what was going on. They said yeah, that that's it a scary c- thing. It could it could have been an aneurysm. It could have been a bad blood flow. It's like or I could have had a tumor. And you know, since I had three people in the last three years in my family die of cancer, I figure well, you know, it's a good mm. possibility. Yeah. So you know, lots of things went running through my head and you know i tend to get a little paranoid and crazy as it is so i figured you know i should probably go and take care of this even though i hate going to the doctors well the good news and bad news is i went and had an mri mra you know if anyone's had that before is when they squeeze in that little tube and you hear little hammering sounds and they tell you to be quiet and stay still for like 45 minutes oh it's evil yeah totally so we um so our i i went had that done and uh, oh yeah, and just as a, a quick side note, so I go to have my MRI done, and I'm sitting in the office. Lady is running my my paperwork, and she's like, "Well, did you get this pre-approved?" And I'm like, "Well, no, I have the PPO. They said I can just come and do this. Take you guys would uh, take my insurance. Everything will be fine." So she's like, "Well, I think I have to get a pre-authorization. So let me call in." So she calls in. And she's like, "Well, I'm sorry, but I don't know if we're going to be able to do these tests today because they can't give me an answer." And I was like, "Listen." Whether or not they pay for it, I said, it doesn't matter to me. I said, I may be dying. I need to have these tests. So they're going to be happen today. I said, whether or not I have to pay for them, I said, I don't care. I said, I have to find out if there's some tumor or aneurysm in my head. I'm not going to wait for the insurance and then die in the meantime. Mm. So... She said, all right, you'll have to sign this form saying that, you know, you actually will pay if the insurance doesn't. So no problem. Went through that. So like I was go- like I was saying before, test came back fine. Great. Um, so now it's on to the next doctor because now they don't know what the hell's wrong with me. So here I am still with the headaches anytime I go to exercise, work out, whatever. So I, um, they send me to a cardiologist. I went the very next day. You know, the primary care doctor was the well, first day one, went to uh, the MRI the second day. Third day was the was the cardiologist. It was pretty succinct. It, it was really great how they scheduled me, and I was really happy with how things were going. Because I said, although I didn't have an answer, I was being, you know, moved along, so we'd be able to figure out, you know, what was what was going on in my head. And that was in, back in that was September, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, that was... That was oh. like that was like over a month ago. Oh no no no! Then it was it was actually earlier than that because this was going on. This happened in maybe the beginning of September because it took because mm-hmm. and what I was gonna you know get into is that so I went to well, I went to the cardiologist and um, they gave me EKG. They said okay you're fine blood pressure is fine have to come back for a stress test and an echocardiogram. So I go to schedule and they schedule me six weeks away and that was the closest appointment that I could get that had both tests on the same day at the same time which i thought was ridiculous because again it wasn't my i wasn't going to die from an aneurysm but you know hey my my heart might just give out so you know it was kind of freaking me out too and it's like well how in the hell are they going to make me wait six weeks and not exercise and not know what's wrong with me for all this time meanwhile i'm getting crazier and crazier and crazier so the appointment was six weeks out and uh the appointment ended up being on uh October 12th, which was last Tuesday, I think, or last Wednesday or Thursday, whatever it was. Thursday, 17th, yeah, Thursday. Yeah, yeah, last Thursday. So I go for the appointment, and uh, the the uh, echocardiogram technician says to me, you know, she goes through the, does the test and says, everything looks really good, let's put you in the other room. Doctor comes in, or a nurse comes in, straps me up for the machine. Doctor comes in, I do the stress test. They're like, oh, everything's great. So I'm like, oh, well, good, but oh, damn, well, what the hell now? So now, now what kind of doctor are they sending me to? But apparently the doctor was able to see that, um, you know, my, the, the walls, I guess, of my heart were slightly or slightly thick or slightly enlarged and so they said that you know wasn't anything major but you know she said there's a really good possibility that i'll have high blood pressure in the next say 15 20 years actually probably close to 10 or 15 years she said and oh, interesting yeah well she said you know and probably in my, in my early 40s i'll probably have high cholesterol i mean i mean high blood pressure rather <clears throat> and um yeah essentially that when i work out I my blood pressure goes through the roof. I and my brain can't 
control it, so I can't do any heavy lifting anymore. I basically have to just do toning exercises and cardio, and so it's, I don't know, it's going to kind of change the way I've been doing things, and um, I don't know, I'm, I'm happy that that's all it is, but at the same time, I wish that I had not another answer, because, you know, I prefer having things my way, and my way it seems to always be the best way. I just don't understand why my heart doesn't realize that. <laughs> so, You should have a heart-to-heart. Well, <laughs> <coughs> <coughs> Excuse me. Don't make me... <coughs> Don't make uh, me laugh. Ian's coming back. He's temporarily incapacitated. Yeah, no, I'm a little under the weather. That's why I was supposed to start my show again last week, and I just I haven't been feeling well lately. And it's really it's been ever since I my trip, my trip to Chicago and New York and, and New Jersey. And I don't know if I got something while I was on the trip with all the flights, or if I mm. was just sick anyway, and all the stress and the and the lack of sleep made everything come up. I, I don't know what That'll it was, do it. but. I just I, I I went on a business trip. We were in uh, we went to Chicago for a few days, putting on a conference. We went on, uh, or then we went on to New York. Did the same thing over again, which was a crazy crazy situation just in general. Because I mean, we just a, a massive conference on the first two days of a week in Chicago, and then getting everything to New York. So I mean, it was totally insane. So anyway, th- that time passes, and then I decided. To have them uh, get my tick, my return ticket a few days later, so I could drive home to New Jersey, which uh, which was a, a good opportunity for me. I, I didn't feel as if I was going to be able to get home until at least sometime next year. So it was really nice to be able to just stay over for a little while and got to visit with my brother and some friends, and uh, it was a really nice, really nice trip, very nice trip. And um, well, the last part. Well, <laughs> yeah, yeah. the last part was. The first part was good because we were paid overtime, so hmm. that made up for it. And, and yes. double time on a few days, so. Yeah, it's always always nice to have an extra, what, 30 hours in your paycheck? Yeah, yeah, I think, yeah, about, yeah, 30. Yeah, 30 hours in, in two different paychecks, so it was, it was kind of nice, so. Of course, you know, they taxed me at 50%, so. Uh, I don't even get taxed at 50%. Well... That's about what it was. Mm, well, after 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 it was all said and done, I mean, with all the deductions, I mean, not necessarily just the tax, but I mean, well, yeah. with you know all the other like the four hundred one k and the yeah, insurance, this and, and that. that and the other. So it um, it pretty much screwed me as far as taxes were concerned. But mm. you know, checks were still substantially bigger, so I can't yeah. really complain. And I figure, well, maybe just maybe since I got money back last year from the government, knock on wood. Oh God, thank God, there's lots of it around. Um, <laughs> that maybe just maybe i'll have a, a decent return i think that's plastic actually well no i this this part here uh, i i made sure to look there, this, oh, okay. there I, I i see the i see the green see well like i can't safe. tell well i guess it is like an old trailer maybe it is wood yeah but so circa, um circa 1850 i believe <laughs> it's not that it's actually old. it's actually an old conestoga wagon <laughs> that we're in <laughs> this thing it's actually, been rich for electricity this is actually it's from the 70s the 1870s <laughs> Thanks. That's it. This is the last time you're in the studio. <laughs> Yay! It worked. <laughs> oh, that's in, in that case, you're coming back next week. Ah, oh, damn. It. Wait, no. I'm, I'm sorry. I, I work next. That's week. okay. We'll get someone to switch with you. Oh. <laughs> oh, well. oh man. So much for that. Yeah. So, but it was, it was like I said, it was a nice trip back home, and you know, I I was saying to a friend earlier that. Um, you know, although I really did enjoy myself going home, it was really a, a weird feeling just because it was uh, my it was my first time going back since my grandma died, and oh, I guess it has been. And I haven't been back since March. No, no, and you know, although I you know was visiting with my brother, and that was really nice and all. It's like, but you know, it just still wasn't it. Well, it just wasn't the same, and um, yeah. you know, I had to. Uh, I had to get you. It was just weird not not going over to the house and not visiting. So you were making noise when you were moving your mic. So. Oh, I'm sorry. That's okay. I, that's why I was turning it down. I figured you would still move it, get it where you wanted it, and then I could turn it back up. Sorry. Uh, don't worry about it. I'm just. I'm not used to this. Okay. <laughs> sorry. Go on. I'll be quiet. Well, thank you. Thank you. That's right. It, it is my show. I forgot. I have. I, 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 just just turn your mic down. All now. I'm just joking. So anyway. Um, you know, it was really weird being there, you know, being the first time back since my grandma died. And, you know, I came to the realization that I would rather just 
buy tickets for people that live in New Jersey and have them come and see me. Oh. So you're you're at that point. You know, I kind of am. You know, I mean, I, I go and I'll see the people and whatever, and we'll go, you know, eat here, eat there, you know, in places that I haven't seen in a while. And, you know, overall, it hasn't really changed a lot since the last time I was there. I mean... It's only, well... I mean, since the last time you were there, it's only been, what, seven months? Well, yeah, but I mean... And we've only lived here for two years. Yeah, true. But I mean, but things changed a lot. I mean, mean, even just when I was in college and going back home, I was like, oh, wow, like, when did that store get put up? And when when did this happen? But I mean, they're they're pretty much built to capacity right now, so I mean, there's not going to be much changing. I know. Is there any any land left in Mercer County? Oh... The little bit that is I, I that, that is so. left is slowly being deforested. So I swear this, you know, for, I've I lived um, well. I, I was raised in Lawrenceville, and he was he was raised uh, well, partly in Ewing. But um, in any case, well, nobody that's listening probably knows where they are anyway. Well, exactly. But anyway, they're they're little towns in, in Central Jersey, and just over. I lived there for twenty two years, and just watched it watch them turn like hundreds of acres of farms into um, into tract housing basically and just any any tiny piece of open land they would turn into houses anywhere and that you know i don't think there's anything left anymore no not very much not very much yeah no open spaces oh well progress i suppose yeah i know well you know what what can you do so um yeah, so, I mean, I, I kind of just wish that, you know, I could just send people tickets and tell them, hey, come on out and visit me. Oh, yeah. we can. Well, I know. I I, I, I mean, I kind of crossed Vaughn, my... That's, that's what we did for Vaughn, basically. Well, I know. Oh. I know. Well, those were his... Well, no, that's, uh, that's fine. And plus, he, what day is it? It's... It's uh, the 17th. <laughs> the what? day, not oh, the date. Oh, Tuesday. Uh, okay, well, I guess, no, he's not at work. <coughs> Excuse me. He's not at work today, but... I don't know. He's probably not listening. If he is at Matt's house, they have a really, really slow connection. Oh, okay. So I'll just keep quiet anyway. Well, that's okay because I was kind of like thinking that in my head earlier in the day when I was writing down like what I wanted to talk about. Mm-hmm. But I mean, well, we did. Well, I mean, he knows he's going on a trip, and so I mean, oh, okay. You know, well, true. So I mean, we did that for his birthday. You know, lat or the two years ago when we brought him out here, and so this year mm-hmm. there's a special trip, a special surprise trip, and he doesn't know the location or you know what's going on. Um, his boyfriend knows a little bit about what uh, he knows the location, but the surprise for him is uh, he doesn't know where we're going to. Uh, well, I'm not going to give any more information, but there's there's a part that he doesn't know either. So at least there's a surprise for both of them. So so I shouldn't mention that we're flying him out to Guam. <laughs> oh, damn it! Now you gave it away. That's it. So now we got we got to change the location. I've been planning this shit for six months now. Damn it! <laughs> That's it. You you owe me my money back for this trip. All right. Fair enough. All right. So, uh, but you know, I, I just kind of almost feel that way. You know, I've kind I've been there back in Jersey. I've seen it. You know, been there, done that. And you know, what what's really for me to go back for, except for to visit, you know, my brother and and my friends. And you know, it's not as if it's a vacation destination. So, I mean, they're at work some of the time, and I just yeah. kind of sit around the house and you know twiddle my thumbs or try to think of other people to go and visit. When I'm like, you know, it's just not it's just not the same anymore. Well, of course not. You can. Uh, I can't remember who said it. Of course, some famous poet or other, maybe Henry David Thoreau. Um, I think so. Yeah, I think it was him. But anyway, he's, um, somebody said you can never go home again, and that's that's true. I mean, every time I've been back to New Jersey, it's just different, mm-hmm. and just you know, it's not home anymore. No. No, San Diego's home now. Yeah, it is. It is, and you know, I really like being here, and I think I've I've fully become a California citizen. And well, I, well, I guess well, technically, you're a citizen after a year. Well, yeah, I guess technically, well, I am because it's been resident. Yeah, yeah because I mean, oh, it's whatever. been been two years. Mm-hmm. Um, it was uh, two years just uh, a few days ago for us. Was it? Yeah. What was it? I, October 11th. October 11th. Oh. I don't remember these things. Yeah, well, we left on October 6th, and it took us five days. Oh, well, there you go. So, October 11th is our, was our anniversary for oh, being in California. I missed it. I didn't buy a card. You know, it's funny. I meant to tell you, because on, on, on the 10th, I would just so happen to be counting back the days. And mm-hmm. I was like, oh, tomorrow was our two-year anniversary for being here. But I mm-hmm. forgot to tell you. So, uh, I'll tell you now. 
It's only six days late. Oh, yeah. I only thought about it a week ago. Well, happy belated California moving here, settling universi- uh, university. University. <laughs> Anniversary. <laughs> yes, thank you, dear. Oh, thank you so welcome. much. I stumbled over that. Yeah. <laughs> so, while, but one of the things, while I was back in New Jersey, I uh, got to visit with, uh, you know, with a friend that... Uh, that uh, you all know and love uh, has been on the show before, uh, Mr. Junior, who uh, brings his wonderful antics into the show every once in a while. As a matter of fact, I think he is listening, so I'll say hello to Junior if you are listening at home, which you which you should be. Well, what's up, dog? <laughs> and hey, you know what we need, or well, you know what Junior needs? Uh, what? Or, unless he has it already, he needs theme music. <laughs> yeah, you know that's a good idea. Well, I'm I'm sure he has several ideas already, so he can always give me a call. Junior, if you're listening, look up some like porn soundtrack or something. I, I don't know, <laughs> or whatever, whatever you want. Maybe dance music. Yeah, and and just in case you know, since if, if there is anyone out there listening and uh, live, there better be. Well, yeah, I know. But, I mean, they always have the chance to do the podcast or, you know, just download it from the website. Well, true. I guess the important thing is that they listen, well, no matter when. Exactly, exactly. That's all, I, that's all I want. I just want to get the word out there. And, uh, but if Hallelujah. anyone... Yeah. <laughs> if anyone is uh, listening, you can give a call to 619-269-4693 or send me an instant message on... Uh, I think I've got Yahoo Instant Messenger open at uh, Radioactive SD. I like to hear from you and uh, hear your comments. And uh, in the meantime, I'm going to put a song on. And uh, I started off my show with uh, a song called "I'm Right." I'm sorry. No, I'm sorry. It's called "For You." I don't think you're right about that song. So it was called "For You," and I, I played Aww. it all for you. For me? Yeah, for you too. So uh-huh. it was by a. Uh, by a friend's ba- oh see now you got me all uh, all confused i was talking about junior really quick because they try to get oh me an update. i'm sorry sorry, you sorry. Know, go ahead see this is what happens when you bring other people <laughs> in the studio you know it's me usually that's ha- that's getting off you know on a tangent little did i know it was going to be evan that's going to take me there i'm kind of skipping ahead but let me just get back to junior really quick um so uh he should hopefully be calling in uh next week i think this week he just kind of wanted to lay low and actually listen to the show because he said he never actually listened. He always participated on the show, but it didn't ever really have a chance to listen. So um, he's doing that. So uh, anyway, just to give a quick update uh, from the last time that he was on the show, um, he was having issues you know, w- with his current boyfriend, and they were fighting all the time, and he was saying he should move out but never did. And so uh, since the last show, he has moved out, he has taken all of his stuff from uh, from Philadelphia, and he moved it back to his to his parents' house, and um, had been staying there. However, he on occasion still goes and sleeps in Philly, uh, you know, on a semi regular basis. Sleeps there, but none of his none of his stuff is there, so he kind of you know goes in between the two places. And I don't know. I I, I don't think he's really broken up, you know, with Josh like a hundred percent. I'd say maybe you know like. 50%, maybe 52 but hmm. definitely they're not, like, fully broken up, and, you know, things are still going on, but, you know, he's kind of dealing with that right now, and he's still saying he wants to move out to California come January, so, you know, we'll, we'll see. Hopefully that will, will happen. It'll be cool to have him out here, because mm-hmm. um, uh, he loves it, and I know that he'll he'll enjoy it, uh, enjoy it out here. Yeah, we can, uh, with all these, you know, my friend Paul wants to move out here, too. Hey, well, he'll have a roommate. Well, he might, you know, his girlfriend might want to live with him. Uh, but Paul said his girlfriend's not going not gonna to come out here. He did? He, well, he said that she wouldn't want to. Oh. Mm, I don't remember him saying that. Well, I, I don't know. I recall uh, that topic somehow, you know, coming up or... Oh, whatever. Well, my point is, you know, we can get some California converts out here and uh, start a cult. Yeah, that sounds wonderful, dear. All right, good. So... Getting back on topic, <laughs> um, so Junior, uh, while you know he was out out front on his porch with uh, his friend that we've talked about, uh, Dick Lips, and um, well, you know we so affectionately call him that because his lips are really thick and plump and juicy. You know it, it's fitting. You, if you met him, you'd understand. Mm, yeah, I don't think I met him. No, I don't. I don't think so. But yeah, if, if you if you saw him, you'd understand. Mm. Um, I'll have to get a picture of him. I'll show you. But so anyway, 
Um, so he and uh, Dick Lips are sitting on the porch, and apparently these two dudes came by and started um, making, like, I guess, sitting out or uh, shouting out, like, gay slurs, like, Adam. And I guess they, they knew he was gay, but they didn't actually know him. Because anyone that knows him knows that, you know, he is not one of these... He's not at all an effeminate gay. He's... I mean, not like, you know, he's not, like, super 100% butch either, but, hmm. you know, he definitely knows how to take care of himself and is no stranger to a fight. As a matter of fact, I think he, you know, was kicked out of, like, you know, three different high schools because of fighting and other, other mischief. And so, I mean, he, he knows his way around the battle. And I don't think that it was taken into consideration when these guys decided to pick a fight. So... They, you know, one thing leads to another, as it always does. And, um, you know, the guy got a couple of, you know, hits in, but I think Junior pretty much dominated the the whole thing. I mean, he didn't start it, but, you know, he definitely finished it. So the uh, cops apparently were called, and they ended up catching the two guys that started the, started the fight. Well, so Junior goes in to give a statement and such and such, and uh, the officer's asking him these questions, and they're talking about, <coughs> pardon me, they're talking about, you know, what happened, and they hear Junior uh, speak of the different slurs that were used, and the cop says, wait, you're gay? And Junior's like, yeah, and he's like, Oh wait a second! I have to give this report to someone else, and like leaves the room, and uh, I, and then Junior said this big bull dyke comes walking in. Well, I, I I don't know if he actually used the word walking, but you know she came in the room. Waddling. Well, well, we'll leave it to your imaginations. So anyway, so she comes in the room and she's like, "Hey, did you? Were you the victim? You know of this of this crime?" And so because the guy knew that he was gay, and it was. Oh, this was the whole thing. So he was technically a victim of a hate crime. Mm. So it stepped up the level of this whole investigation and this whole process. And the punishment, too. Well, exactly. So the um, just to give a few more details, because I'm sure Junior will tell the story a lot better. But um, So the one guy was able to be bailed out. His mom came and bailed him out. The other guy, for some reason, wasn't able to be bailed out gets transferred to another uh, another prison jail whatever it is whatever it is and in the time that he is there ends up getting <coughs> oh pardon me I'm really sorry um, ends up getting beat up and had homemade chemicals thrown in his face wow yeah it's pretty nuts and so uh, they've they've uh, had to postpone the trial because of the incident. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, it's uh, been pretty crazy. And as Junior said, you know, he's like, well, you know, you, uh, it's it's uh, his bad karma. He's like, you know, you put bad things out mm. there and bad things happen to you. Yeah. And um, it's definitely true. And we're going to talk a little bit more about that when I come back. But um, we're going to take a quick break. And I'm going to put on a song for you called I'm Right. And uh, just like the first song that I started talk- telling you about before, um called uh, For You. This is by a band called Kitten with a Whip. And I like them a lot. I just I just discovered them, I don't know, just about a week or so ago. And I really like their stuff. I put the CD in with the intention of listening to like the first song, and I ended up listening to the first eight. And I uh, didn't realize that I had listened to like so many songs because I just really liked it, and it flowed and just went right on through. So I am started you off with the first song. And so now I'm going to uh, play the second one for you, and I know you'll like it, because uh, I'm telling you to, you will, and uh, now here you go. You'll enjoy.
All right, that was all right. I li- I like that one. I really like it. That's okay. I turned the volume down. Oh. I know. I I usually forget to stop the song, and then I I can go back and and reset it if I want to go to the next one. Okay. I know what I'm doing, Mister. I'm just trying to help. I know you're helping. Oh, can you turn the speakers down? Oh yeah. Sorry Thank about you. that. That's okay. I just hear myself, and it's an echo, and then I sound weird. And well, I know. It's because I, got I get the, self-conscious. It's because I get the headphones on, and so I don't really hear it. And I cry. Know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's okay. Well, I know it's okay, damn it. It's going to be all right, because I told you it is. So, anyway, as we uh, left the last segment, I was saying about how Junior was commenting on uh, on on uh, cause and effect and putting good good things out there in the you know in the cosmos and getting good things back and vice versa putting bad things out and getting bad in return and um i you know wholeheartedly agree and uh i'll tell you why <clears throat> sorry my uh, throat and actually that was just something inside that uh, i don't even know if evan got but anyway but but I'm going to oh, tell you why. No, I didn't. Well, I don't know. It's just something I, p- I picked up just from listening to Derek and Romaine. Oh. <coughs> oh, oh. It sounds like something from an infomercial, like Ron Popeil or something. So, yes. And <coughs> the new or- Vegematic 5000. It's so good, and I'll, I'll tell you why. why. I don't know. <laughs> oh, people outside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, people do live outside. Nah, they don't. Huh. Oh. Do we have another guest? No, no, no. They're going to the other house. Oh, okay. So, um... Could party in here. Yeah. Yeah, you could. It gets hot. Yeah, I can feel, feel like a whole three more people in here. Yeah, here. So we've got... We have a fan, and there's a fan over there, so it can... I think that's supposed to be on the router. No, no. Otherwise, it, it'll burst into flame, I believe. It's not going to burst into flames. It'll that's be what fine. it says. What? <laughs> You're crazy. Yes. Okay, so good. It's been confirmed. So, anyway, um, one of the other... Um, I was talking about changes... And, uh, you know, good causes and, and all that stuff uh, just a little while ago and when the show first started. And um, one of the major changes that has occurred in my life since I left the show is I've become a Buddhist. And uh, I, I joined an organization called the Sokagakai International, otherwise known as the SGI. And uh, they are the SGI USA is an American Buddhist association. Uh, basically uh, brought together to promote uh, world peace and the spread of this type of Buddhism. And it's uh, it's really changed my life since I've been practicing. I've been practice, practicing since uh, August 3rd, and it's amazing some of the changes that I've uh, seen in myself. Uh, and it's just, it's really, it, it's, it's a proof-driven, uh, I guess, school of Buddhism where... You know, they say, you know, try it for a month, see how you feel, and, you know, you definitely will see some effects and want to continue practicing, and it, it's definitely true. It, it really, truly is. Um, as I said, the basis is, uh, is or the, the goal, rather, is world peace, and we believe that by creating or that by by being a positive person and putting that positive energy out there even though it is one person you're going to reach other people you're going to reach the people in your li- in your life and uh hopefully change them or make them a little more positive or have let them feel that positive vibe and they will in turn impart it upon another person and another person and another person and it's kind of a it's a really cool grassroots approach to getting people to change and uh kind of like pay it forward uh essentially yeah which i never saw really good movie we have it at home we should watch it i know so uh but essentially you know that's that's it and um the the basics in in this buddhism uh that you i guess must do to you know to practice or essentially are or not to practice, but uh, just the basics are faith, study, and practice. And that's really all, all you need. Um, we, of course, you know, we practice, and when we practice, we get faith or gain faith. And in order to get a better understanding, we always, we, we like to study. And it's really amazing the different things that you can learn just by reading some of the different materials. It's really 
truly has been amazing. And uh, in the upcoming weeks, in the upcoming weeks, I'm going to have different people come on and explain a little more about the uh, about this Buddhism and uh, to give you a better understanding for how it works and and what we do. Um, one of the main things that we do at uh, you know in our practice is we chant. Uh, we chant a phrase called uh, that is Nam Yoho Renge Kyo, which loosely translated. The first word Nam means devotion. The second Myoho means mystic law. Renge means lotus flower, uh, which represents which represents cause and effect because it's the only flower that that seeds and blooms at the same time. Also, it uh, it grows in dirty, murky water, but yet it blooms into this wonderful-looking uh, flower, which also just goes to show you that good can come out of can come out of the uh, of bad or evil, if you will. The last word is kyo, and kyo is teaching or sound vibration. So altogether, it essentially means the devotion to the mystic law of cause and effect through teaching and sound. And it's uh, and I'll get a little deeper into it in future shows, but it's really uh, an amazing thing. Uh, we believe that that uh, you know the Buddhahood or Buddha nature lives within each one of us, and uh, we all have the ability to become a Buddha, you know, an all-knowing person. We just need to learn how to wake that within ourselves. And uh, we believe that, you know, the name of that inner Buddha nature is Myoho Renge Kyo. So when we chant Nam Myoho Renge Kyo, it helps to awaken that Buddha nature within our lives. And we're able to become more successful and more prosperous people. So it's, uh, it truly has been. It truly has been a major, major change in my life. My outlook on life has changed, and the way I relate to people has changed. And it's it, it just it really has completely changed me, just all all the way around. And I'm really happy to have found it. And uh, as I said before, it's the uh, SGI, Soka Gakkai International, and uh, we practice Nichiren Buddhism. And it uh, was founded by a gentleman uh, named Nichiren Daishonin back in, I think it was 1218. We can get the dates from another, from another guest that I'm going to have uh, who is just amazing and knows a lot about this, uh, this type of Buddhism. And uh, we're really looking forward to having uh, Mr. Richardson in and find out a lot of great information from him. Um, but... Uh, yeah, so anyway, one of the things that I'm going to share with you in just a moment is an experience that I had. Uh, this experience I actually had the pleasure of sharing in front of a, got an audience of like four or 500 people at a uh, regional meeting that we had here in, uh, or rather a chapter meeting that we had in Southern California. And uh, at this meeting, our keynote speaker was a gentleman by the name of Danny Nagashima, who is our, I guess, U.S. representative for the SGI. So I, uh, and as I said, an experience, just to go a little further into that, an experience is basically a benefit that you've received or a change in your life that you've seen since you've been uh, in the practice. So I'm just going to share with you the experience that I gave at that, uh, uh, I guess, at that event. Hi, my name is Ian Clark. I'm one of the newest members of the Talmadge District in San Diego South Region. I went to my first SGI meeting on August 3rd, and I received my Gohanzan, which, and that I'll explain to you a little bit later. I forgot to tell you about the Gohanzan. So I received my Gohanzan on August 24th. 
I'm very excited and proud to be a member of such an incredible organization that is committed to making a difference. I've always considered myself to be a spiritual person, but until I found Nichiren Buddhism, I was never truly connected. Although I've been practicing for a short time, I've already begun to see a change. Before I started chanting, I wasn't a very happy person. Well, maybe on the outside, but not within. I would always put on a smile and I was pleasant, but there was an underlying feeling of anger, confusion, sadness, and doubt. I used to get so caught up in the hustle and bustle of daily living that I forgot to step back and just enjoy life. I found myself getting mad at the smallest things and doing things that would normally be completely out of character. I felt like I was slowly changing into a person that I could no longer recognize. Through my practice with the SGI, I've not only gained a wonderful support group of people that I consider to be true friends, but I've also begun working on my issues by embarking upon a lifelong journey of self-discovery. This journey is leading me to become a more patient and understanding person. Once I began chanting Nam Myoho Renge Kyo, I acquired a peace and sense of tranquility that I didn't know existed. I have truly found a new zest for life. And in addition to patience, I chanted for a less stressful work environment. And uh, I was really tired of my job. I decided to leave and return to school full-time to study broadcasting. And uh, just a few weeks later, I mentioned my decision to two friends at work, and the most amazing things happened. First, I was reminded that my employer offers tuition reimbursement. And second, that there was a position in the communications department. Uh, And since then, I... uh, one of my work stressors, who was a person that I talked about on my show before, um, actually le- left the company. Um, I uh, had someone to pay for a portion of my schooling, and I had an interview with the director of corporate communications. And now this actually occurred already, the the interview. it um, I didn't have the outcome that I was hoping for, but there are still some... <coughs> pardon me. There are still some... Uh, uh, I guess some some doors that are still open. Like nothing was slammed in my face. Actually, he came to me just the other day, and said that he wanted to talk again about the possibility of uh, doing some work for that department. So uh, that's still in the works. I'm really excited. Anyway, getting back to my my speech here. Something else that I never imagined was that I would feel such a closeness with relatives that it passed away. I was chanting one day, and then I closed my eyes and prayed for the deceased. And this is one of the prayers that we say at the end of our chanting. Um, With each ring of the bell, a deceased family member came into my mind's eye. When I got to my great-grandmother, I saw her running toward me. She then wrapped her arms around me with such a loving embrace that I could feel her in front of me. And from that point on, I've truly believed that my loved ones are only as far away as my thoughts. Thank you very much for listening to me this afternoon. I feel very fortunate to have been able to share my experiences with you. But before I go, I would like to leave you with a quote by President Ikeda. And uh, for those listening, President Ikeda is the SGI uh, president. And also well-known author and poet. And this is his quote. Experiencing many hardships is actually a blessing. The most trying times actually present the greatest opportunities for challenging ourselves. It is at such times that we accumulate vast everlasting future, excuse me, vast everlasting fortune that will endure throughout all future existences. And, you know, when I read that quote, it made me, you know, really, really think, you know, and, you know, when you have struggles in life, you have to work. You have to think outside the box. You have to work a little harder. And amazingly enough, you always make it through. And after you do, you've become a stronger person. And it's helped me to look at things a little differently. You know, uh, challenges are going to come up in life. Even though, you know, I'm chanting and I'm putting good causes out there and good effects are, are coming back to me, it doesn't mean that, you know, everything is just going to be, you know, every, uh, you know that other things are just going to be handed to me. I mean, I'm still going to have challenges. There are always going to be challenges. I mean, it's life. Um, how you respond to them will definitely change. And um, 
I, I encourage anyone to really, or everyone rather, to to check out the uh, website SGI hyphen usa.org and read up a little bit more about it and of course stay tuned to my show you'll be hearing some more information and download some chants they're actually they're very relaxing actually yeah and this is coming from a from a non-practicing person he's uh evan has come to a couple of meetings and he participated in a couple of events that happened at our house and and i keep getting complimented actually they they uh they keep well there are a couple of different chants but um one of them, I get a little confused. You know, Ian's uh, more knowledgeable about it. But anyway, it's called the uh, the Gongyo, and it's it's a chapter from um, from the Lotus Sutra, which I believe is it was written by Nichiren and Daishonin. Right? Yes, yeah. Correct? The the the, ori- the original was uh, written by Nichiren. Well, actually, no. The the original was written by was by Buddha. Uh, was uh, Siddhartha Gautama, the Buddha, you know himself. Though at least the first uh, noted Buddha written down, you know, and. Oh, I thought it was his disciples that, that wrote it. No, 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 no. This actually, these writings actually came from Buddha himself. Oh, um, the the Lotus Sutra was the 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 Lotus Sutra was the uh, was the next to last sutra that that Buddha wrote. Oh, okay. Um, well, mm-hmm. and in, in any case, um, there um, there's a little uh, little book, a little uh, liturgical guide that has a you know the Japanese characters and the English pronunciation, etc. And I've only chanted that whole thing maybe three or four times, but every time somebody else is there that's been practicing for a while, they say, oh, you're very good at that, you're very good. And I say, well, it's just like, it's like sight-reading music, almost, you know. I just kind of go with the flow and try to get the rhythm and try to pronounce things correctly and, you know works out apparently yeah and you do and you do a great job I, i'm telling Thank you, you. I, I would like you to really come back to uh to another meeting well if you'd like i mean you know that's well no i mean if no but that's the thing if you would like mm. because i mean well, well i mean you, i mean you you you've been and you've heard you know and we're essentially you know just into you know positive change within mm. within your life and if you if you or are hoping for or working toward positive change in your life, then it's a good reason for you to go. You know, because I've been talking with someone about about going with me, and this person says, well, no, I don't really feel so good today. I don't know if I really want to go. It's like, when I'm feeling a little bit better, then I'll go. But, you know, I was trying to say is that, you know, if you go, you'll feel better. Once you're around... Mm-hmm. Oh, like the, exercise, you know, well, it's it, like, well, I don't really want to, but then, you know, you feel better afterwards. It, exactly. You know, once you're around the good energy and the good feeling, um, you know, you want to, you know, you want to stay and you want to continue with it because it really is a positive um, influence. I mean, well, just, I mean, well, for for me, I mean, I can tell you definitely it was positive for me and it's changed my way of thinking. But, like, what, what, what do you think? Because you've seen me, you know, before, you know, during and... Or before practice and during. So, I mean, have you noticed any anything about me? And if so, could you state what it is? Um, I well, I, I suppose. I mean, you know, you seem more more patient, and you do seem a bit more relaxed, you know, especially right after you chant. Um. I don't know, you haven't, like, sprouted a third arm or anything. It's nothing too terribly major. But, um... Yeah, I mean, it seems to have uh, reaped some good results. And, you know, as I said, I've only been chanting since the beginning of August. So, like, this is the beginning of a new chapter in, uh, in my life. And just, I'm really excited to see where things go from here because I know that they can only get better. Yes, folks, one day you'll be listening to Rant, Rave, and Rejoice with DJ Buddha. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, well, in any case, um, Ian is uh, taking a temporary hiatus, but uh, he'll be right back. Just a little um, little temporary indisposition. Oh, well, I was, uh, was going to save these till the end of the show, but um, while, uh, while I have the mic, I'd like to uh, plug a couple things. <laughs> if he doesn't, I'm sure he won't mind. 
No. Uh, go ahead. He doesn't mind. Okay. Um, well, first thing, I, um, I I don't know if he's told you, but uh, I'm a nurse, you know, red, RN, registered nurse, and uh, I work a couple places, but the um, place that I work the most is, is a little hospital called Kindred in uh, University Heights. And uh, Kindred needs nurses. <laughs> so I f- I figure, hey, I'm telling everybody. I tell people at school. I tell people that I work with. I might as well tell people on the radio, too. Yeah, he's the nurse manager there, so you'd be uh, well, interviewing with him. So if you do go in, please well, mention my show. Um, uh, well, let me correct that well, a little bit. I'm, I'm a supervisor. I'm not a manager. So well, I'm like, he's, I'm like he may as well be a nurse manager. Well, you know, whatever. He manages the nurses. Well, no, I supervise the nurses. That's why I'm a supervisor. Uh, you know, you do their schedule. Well, true. But, no, I, I do participate in the interviews, but I don't do the initial interview. But uh, I get a referral bonus if you if you uh, come on and I'll split it with you. <laughs> but anyway, um, so that's that's my first plug. And my uh, my second plug, and I'll, I'll be brief so uh, Ian can get the mic back because it is his show, is... Hi, uh, Jacker. I know. Is well, hey, I was I was filling in in a time of need. Yes, that's true. Very good. And uh, I'm almost done hijacking. So hey. hold on just a second. Hey, it's all you. Okay. So my my second plug is um, as as uh, P Diddy would say, or uh, or P Shitty as one of my friends would call him. No, just just Diddy. Remember? Or he, Diddy? Yeah, just Diddy. Oh, just Shitty then. Yeah. Anyway, um, as what's his face would say, vote or die. So. The uh, the deadline to vote is or deadline to register is coming up. The uh, the votes in about three weeks, I think November seventh. I want to say yes. So yes. if you're not registered, get online and go get registered. There are plenty of places. I just you know type it into Google. You know type in voter registration. I can't remember the site that I went to, but you can fill it in online, print out a form, mail it in, and you're good. All right. Yeah. So, and we'll tell them like the deadline. You have to do get it within. Was it uh, I think days? it's like 15 days before, so it's it's coming up pretty quickly. If it's 17th, uh, 14, oh hell, I can't subtract right now. I think like the 22nd, 22nd, 23rd, maybe, is the last day you can do it. So it's coming up pretty quickly, but it really is important. And uh, I feel with the with current administration and the politics and all the crap that's going on right now, you really need to make your voice heard. And uh, you know make sure that the people in Washington know that we uh, won't put up with this stuff. Yes, everything must be, uh, 15 days is the 23rd, so, 23rd, you, d- you, so yeah. you only have a few days left, so definitely yeah, so if you aren't registered yet, make sure you get out there and so register to Next vote. Monday. Next Monday's the deadline. And like I said, it's really simple. And and what so. about and what about your, your third plug? My third plug? Yes. I don't have a third plug. Yeah, you do. I do? GMCSD. GM, oh, duh. My God, I'm going brain dead. Ah, yes. So anyway, GMCSD, that's, uh, for those of you that uh, don't know, that's the Gaiman's Course of San Diego. Um, I've, I've talked about that before. Oh, okay. Well, anyway, I've uh, this is my third season with them. I've, I've uh, been a member since the beginning of the year. Um, we had a share concert, and then we did a French concert, and that right now I'm promoting our holiday concert, which is December 16th and 17th at the Sherman Heights Auditorium in La Jolla. Um, you can go to our website, which is www.gmcsd.org, and you can buy tickets, you can uh, peruse our old concerts, you can look at our members, you can read about our our uh, artistic director, Gary Holt. Who I didn't was, know it was a porn site. You can look at your members? The chorus members. Oh, I'm sorry. Anyway. Um Got me off track there. Damn, <laughs> damn tangents, tangential co-hosts. <laughs> co-hosts, <laughs> listen here, bitch. This is my show, and I don't talk about what I want. Tangential hosts. Um, in any case, uh, you know, check out our website, or um, you know, just uh, better yet, come by and, and see our concert. The uh, concert is uh, Nutcracker Men in Tights, and. Uh, it should be should be fun. We should have some dancing, some uh, some fun songs. Should have a good time, and uh, you'll get to see me and hear me too. Oh, and I mean, if that isn't reason enough, I mean, well, come yes, on. I mean, you know, <laughs> it is me of all people. Well, yeah, you get to see what uh, what this dude looks like. Well, I mean, so, you can always uh, go to my MySpace and check well, him out yeah. too. I guess you DJ E on R E S D. Oh yeah, I guess you can see the link to my MySpace page. Yep. Uh, he doesn't have any pictures of me posted on his page, but uh. you're 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 in my you're my number one friend. 
Okay, well, hmm, alright, I can deal with that. You are. Not a... Well, I guess it's an okay picture. Well, you can judge for yourself. But, anyway, so, uh, that's it. Yeah. That's my plugs. Alright, so, uh, thank you for coming in studio today. It's very fun oh, to finally have you uh, make you're your welcome. debut. I have to say it was fun. I've, I've never been on a radio show before. Well, so uh, I enjoyed myself. Hopefully, hopefully you'll be back to uh, talk about a few more things. We, we didn't get to get into or, you know our trip to Palm Springs. And, oh no no no! no you know, no, I forgot about that. You know, we uh, didn't get to talk about that, and I'm sure there's a few other things that I that I missed. So uh, please tune in again next week, and I'm working on some guests for you. As I said, um, actually. Tentatively and hopefully, um, the lead singer to the band uh, that I was playing for you guys, Kitten with a Whip, she uh, should be in studio next week. So please tune in for for that. Maybe I can get her to bring her guitar. I don't know. That might be pushing it, but I'm going to try. I don't think she'll be able to fit her guitar. Is she well, small? It, well, yeah, she's tiny, and plus oh. she could sit somewhere else. She'll oh, never yeah. sit right there at the table. I guess so. Yeah, there's not much room here. So uh, we can uh, come on illusion here. It's a big giant. Oh studio. yes, yes. It's uh, theater on par of with the Howard Stern. <laughs> Well, let's not go crazy. So, uh, anyway, I'm uh, looking to get her into the studio next week. And as I said, I have a wonderful man, uh, Mr. Richardson, that will hopefully be coming in in a couple of weeks to give you a more in-depth view of uh, the Buddhism that I am studying. And um, I just have to say, I am so happy to be back on the air. And I had such a good time today. And I really am looking forward to seeing where the show goes from here and uh hopefully building a wonderful audience of uh, people that that want to hear me because uh, i think you should i think it's a good idea what do you think i think so too well that's right that's the right answer so <laughs> um again i had a lot of fun and uh i'm gonna leave you the way i always leave you with uh this song here and i'm sure you'll enjoy it and if you don't well that's just too bad because I'm going to play it anyway. So here you go. Enjoy. I'll see you next week. George Bush doesn't care about black people. She killed uh, me, I ain't saying he's a gold digger. He ain't messing with no broke niggas. I ain't saying he a gold digger. He ain't messing with no broke niggas. George Bush don't like black people. George Bush don't like black people. Bush don't like black Bush, Bush, don't like black Hurricane came through, fucked us up round here. Government acting like it's bad luck down here. All I know is that you better bring some trucks round here. Wonder why I got my middle finger up round here. People lives on the line, you declining the help. Since you taking so much time, we surviving ourselves. Just me and my pets and my kids and my spouse. Trapped in my own house, looking for a way out. Five days in this motherfucking attic. Can't use the cell phone, I keep getting static. Dying cause they lie instead of telling us the truth. Other day the helicopters got my neighbors off the roof. It's cool cause they said they're coming back for us too. That was three days ago, I don't see no rescue. See a man's gotta do what a man's gotta do. Since God made the path and I'm trying to walk through. Right? Swam to the store trying to look for food. Corner stores kind of flooded so I broke my way through. I got what I could but before I got through the news said police shot a black man trying Don't like black people. I got him. George Bush don't like black people. I got him. George Bush don't like black people. I got him. George Bush don't like black people. Kill me, man. I ain't saying he a go-to.